1: You are listening to Video Games to the Max. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Video Games to the Max, number 240 uh, in total. And I am your host, Sean Garman. Here with me, as always, Mr. Mark Morrison. Howdy. And, of course, we are the official video games podcast at Net.com and a partnership with that last word on life as well. And, you know, this has nothing to do with video games, but I just thought that, um, it was one of those things that's, like, too big to at least not mention, um, you know, on this. You're getting this on the next day after it happened, but um, a very important figure in uh, American history, uh, Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, has passed away from pancreatic cancer. And she had such an, you know, just huge, like, impact on a lot, you know, a lot of women's rights, and just, uh, shaping, uh, helping shape, uh, you know, Americans' judicial system in general, so I just wanted to, uh, you know, say, uh, rest in peace to her, and condolences to her family, and just, that's a huge thing that's a huge loss for her America today, that we're, um, having to, uh, to endure, and sadly, it's being turned into other things, but, just wanted to say that she's an important person in, in America's history and that she should be recognized. Sure. Uh, and well Mark, I mean if you didn't uh, if you don't subscribe and this is your first show or you're just happening to catch us on YouTube or in, on you know, I'm promoting it on Facebook or something and you're catching this one, we did do a show uh, with Jens where we broke down the entire PlayStation Five showcase and talked about uh, the wild craziness that was the pre orders on the first night. Uh, Mark and Yen so far have been able to, and, and Randy have been able to retain their, uh, their pre orders and, and everything. Uh, I know that you got the dreaded, uh, Amazon email, which I'm, at this point, I'm just gonna assume that eventually everyone will get that. But, yeah, they'll
0: have like, Amazon will have like nine PlayStation 5s and GameStop will have like six or something.
1: Yeah. Uh, I will not doubt at all that so many of these places have oversold their pre-orders because they either imagine that they're going to get more before we actually get to November 12th. And I don't be surprised at all. The same thing happens with Microsoft Uh, when they do their thing in a couple of days. I will say that they are at least a lot more organized uh, and they made a big joke (laughs) At uh, Sony's expense, that's very few times that they get to do that. Most of the time, it's Sony doing it to them. So uh, it's actually kind of like justice a little bit that they get to knock at Sony and be like, "Well, we're going to let you know for sure that at eight AM on September twenty second in whatever country you're in that's getting them first, uh, the US being one of them, it's it's going to be that's when it's going to be available." Um, Whereas Sony just kind of, I, I don't know, that's, that's Sony's fault. The retailers just decided, you know, Hey, we have the ability. Let's do it. <laughs> and Sony didn't yeah, really, you know, tell for, them yeah. no either. Uh, right. So, um, yeah, I, that's interesting, uh, to, to know on that front, but hey, you know what? Um, it's weird to see that like Nvidia came out and apologized for their like fiasco as well that they had with their pre-orders for their, uh, was that the GTX 3070 80. or 3080? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that I thing looks like a monster. I keep seeing on that Nvidia page every time the app loads. The one install something.
0: Yep, yeah, it's all meaningless to me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we both have laptops. It's not like we have any. You know, we can do anything. So,
1: <laughs> no, yeah, we can't do anything. But um, certainly, I. I think uh, Sony has gotten themselves in a lot of news lately. Jim Ryan has been talking away. We're gonna give, uh, he's gonna get a lot of uh, time on the show uh, with uh, all the things we gotta talk about. Nintendo had a little mini partner direct that we're gonna talk about as well. Um, but um, a certain game that he would have been waiting for, even though it's maligned as being a collection that's available for a limited time, did come out. Um, You know, on the, the day that we're recording this, did you get to play any of it? And
0: uh, I played, I got up to the first, well, I got past the first Bowser fight in Mario 64. I haven't touched uh, Sunshine at all. And I played with the first level of Galaxy.
1: Is it nice getting to play uh, Galaxy not on a Wii remote?
0: <laughs> kind of, but it, I mean, I'm still using, I'm using the uh, uh, Pro Controller. And oh, even okay. that has a stupid like gyroscope, like gyroscopic. You know, like w- yeah, move the controller around for the to pick up star bits, and it's like this is dumb. <laughs> like, I mean, I yeah, get why that they made do you do it, some but... of
1: that with uh, with Odyssey too, where you yeah. uh, you had to think, like uh, make it jump.
0: Odyssey, well, Odyssey eliminated that with the pro controller completely. Yeah. Like, it's just like, just press a button, or you know, right. Uh, I mean, I know why they do it because it's part of the into the game, but. I still don't really like it. <laughs> uh, yeah, honestly, or, uh... Galaxy is cool. I have not played a ton of Galaxy, to be honest with you. I played it the first, like, few levels on the Wii, and that was about it. That's the same really, way I was. I just really didn't like the, uh... waggle control, or, you know, the touch control. It's like, I don't like this.
1: <laughs> I've never played Sunshine, so I'm kind of interested to see how it... I've it's played some play. of that.
0: Uh, it won't be quite as janky on the... On the uh, Switch, I assume, because like that's a weird game with the GameCube controller. You can like half like uh, plunked on the trigger, and like Mario will still move around. But if you like hold it down, like he'll like plant his feet, and it's like a Resident Evil Four game or something. Or Resident Evil Four, where you just like you can't move, but you can shoot the uh, flood around. <laughs> well, yeah, the the water. Yeah, yeah. Pack thing. Bag. Yeah, yeah. And Mario 64 is still cool.
1: <laughs> yeah, and Mario 64 is uh, an all-time classic.
0: And I, mean, I definitely... see people bitching about that game, about, like, oh, it's not 60 frames a second, or it's not widescreen. It's like, who cares? You know, get over You know, if you don't like uh, it, don't play it.
1: I mean, I think Nintendo deserves a little bit of, like, crap for... They could have done a... it. Look, listen, again, like... I don't know how much is really hampered by COVID or how much Nintendo really just kind of said, these are freaking classic freaking games. Like, people are going to, uh, you know, buy them regardless. Do we really have to spend a ton of time putting in, you know, all this stuff? I mean, and again, Nintendo also has, like, a lower-powered console. Like, do yeah, they necessarily can't. care about that stuff in general? Like, you know? Not really. So, that's the thing is, I mean, we're gonna talk about that press conference and, or that, that mini direct and the thing at the end. Um, they get to boast that a game that was janky on the frickin' Xbox One at launch, um, it took them a little while to make it work well, amazingly works at 60 frames on the Switch. But that's also because like they said in a tweet, we optimized the hell out of it. Yeah. Um I don't know the Nintendo. Well,
0: also, you know, I mean, the game is Ori two or Ori below the list. That, that's not going to be run at four K, so that probably helps quite a bit.
1: Right, but Mario's not running at four K either.
0: Yeah, but I mean, yeah. see, Mario's not running at four K. it wasn't designed to like you know Ori right. is kind of, or at least not four K, ten eighty p.
1: Oh yeah, no, so definitely. Ori right. is designed to on the system that it can do it on, which is the One X. Yeah. But, like, you know, I think you can give Nintendo flack without totally dissing them either. Like, I think it's just Nintendo sometimes also, you know, they know they can get away with things. And that's okay. But also, you got to understand, like, these are three all-time classic games that you're getting for $20 a piece. It's not that bad. It's not like they charged... You know, a hundred twenty dollars for these games. They charge sixty dollars for three of them. So, yeah,
0: yeah. I, I think it's fine. Like I'm happy. Yeah, and I'm gonna get it than,
1: eventually. So,
0: it's cheaper than buying a uh for play Mario sixty four or you know GameCube to buy play Sunshine.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, definitely try to buy those games on the consoles that they're on. They're originally on.
0: Forget yeah. it. <laughs> like. Also, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. six Mario sixty four looks—it's not like great, but I mean, they did some decent improvements. Like the UI is like all redone, which is nice. Mm-hmm. I mean, even back then, looks looked a little weird.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's—I'm glad that these exist and that people can enjoy them. And a whole generation of people that didn't weren't around when the sixty four was around, or even GameCube, or even we. There's people that have only been around gaming since this generation that we're about to be out of. Yeah. So, I'll
0: be, you know. I'll be, uh curious what to do with that Zelda, rumored Zelda thing next year.
1: Yeah, that'll be interesting, definitely. I think definitely Skyward, Sci- Skyward Sword is getting, putting in a, putting in a collection. I feel like, if you went through the effort of putting Galaxy, now that's going to take some effort, um, to, to make that work well on the Switch, but, I think they're going to do it.
0: I imagine it'll be like Skyward Sword. I mean, it'll probably be a Skyward Sword, Twilight Princess, and Wind Waker, at least. And then maybe it'd be nice if like uh, Link Between Worlds was that, was was on it on it also. Like yeah, get it I... off get it off the 3ds.
1: They could, especially now that they've officially retired the 3ds. Yep. Uh, I mean, why not try to get people to enjoy games that. It's gonna be even harder and harder to find, uh, now that you've discontinued the system. And, uh, Nintendo, you know, just, <laughs> they, they made it a little link on the website now. It's, it's not, it used to be more prominent. They made sure that, you know, they just made sure that, um, that, uh, hey, it's now like the Wii U. It's a thing that we used to have, and, uh, I'm surprised that they're actually, like, just saying that we're retiring it. Uh, I wonder if this is another thing that we can point to. The Switch Pro or Switch 4K is, is coming soon. That they're finally realizing that this is our portable machine. Do yeah. you think we're we're eventually, like... so? Uh, you know, since we're on the Nintendo thing. Do you think that we'll get a Nintendo... Like, it only works on a TV console and then they can use this as the, like, they can just keep iterating the Switch to be the portable, or?
0: No, because I think they like the idea of having the one console that can do both. So, I mean, the Switch is, what, four years old? Or at least three? It'll be four years old next year.
1: Yeah, it's three now.
0: Uh, I mean, technology has quite, improved quite a bit since then, even in the, right. uh, Well, even they released a, like, slightly up- upgraded model last year. So they could just do, like, a half-step up, or, like, you know, it might not be true 4K unless that dock is going to be actually useful or like have a system built into it or something. But at least you could do like the tap, like a handheld mode, to be like you know 1080p.
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously they will have to get into the 4K realm at some point. I mean, obviously, you know, it helps a lot that Microsoft itself um, is kind of letting that. Uh, you know, le- giving Nintendo a- an option of, hey, you don't necessarily have to uh, look at what we're trying to sell with the Series S, uh, but I feel like if you're only going to have, now if now if Nintendo does the two-skew thing, which they are very well known to do, they have it right now, if they say, okay, we have a, you know, we'll lower the price of the regular Switch that doesn't do 4K or we'll have a Switch that's the same price as the Switch now, discontinue that, that maybe does uh 1440p and then have uh you know a a 350 or 400 switch that does do 4k. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's not like, uh, I mean, granted, yes, I think you do want to play your your big ports or whatever on there, but people are so good at making games that are for the Switch and Nintendo itself is so good at that that
0: also would be mean... okay if they're always underpowered. Think, well, think about the mm-hmm. ports that have already been on the Switch. Like, you got Doom on it. I mean, it's not the greatest version. I wouldn't
1: but... buy Doom on it unless I paid, like, $20 for it. Right. Yeah.
0: But it's still playable enough. Yeah. So, sure, why not?
1: Yeah, I'll, uh. So, yeah, I mean, I'm sure you'll get to play more, uh, 3D All-Stars as it goes along. Uh, just, uh, anything else you. Have been checking out in that what we're uh, talking about
0: played a little more Project Cars three. Uh that game's still weird, and I'm kind of turning negative on it because it it reminds it's like a grid game, like the grid racing games, and it's like I you already had a franchise for that. It's called Grid. Like, why do you and, make Project okay, Cars so like?
1: Why is that bad?
0: Because Project Car. At least I. I mean, I, I can't speak for the second one. I mean, I have it, but I just never played it. For Project Cars 1 was a very simulation focused, like you had to worry about like tire wear and, you know, fuel consumption and crap like that. And that's not anywhere in Project Cars 3. There's no damage at all either. It's like cosmetic. Do you think only. they
1: went the other way because there's, like they don't have a, they feel like they can't compete with Forza's, uh, no. motorsports, so. I,
0: I mean, cause even Forza isn't that, isn't that crazy anymore. So, I mean, the only, can't make a thing of it is, of, like, eye racing, and that's not, like, a that's not that big of a factor. I mean, it's just such, such a weird, like, 180 from what they were doing. I mean, I think, from what I've gathered, like, people, like, a lot of the simulation crowd wasn't, like, particularly hacked with Project Cars 2, like, because like, I guess it didn't go far enough, or they promised a bunch of crap and it didn't deliver. Uh, but it's, like, that's, I'd rather it be that than, like, some weird arcade racer, or arcade arcade. You know, or a, a game trying to, like, be all things at once and not doing anything correctly or you know, well. I, I mean, think it's, like...
1: it's something to do with, um, maybe a uh, cost. Like, maybe it costs more for them to be more simulation-based than...
0: No, because I, I I watched a review of... Well, not a review, but a comparison. And it looks like... of uh, Between, like, Cars 2 and Cars 3. And it looks like... I mean, they just basically just imported all the Cars 2 things into this game. Like, they didn't, like improve it that much, because they already looked good. They have, like, 20 new cars in this game, that's about it. Uh, I you, You'd say, I, my only thing is, like, you'd think it would be, like, a mandate from Codemasters, but, I mean, that they just bought Codemasters like, this year, or Codemasters just bought them this year, and this game yeah. is obviously been in development for longer than that. So, I I just can't, like, you'd think that they would have, like, different disciplines. Well, like
1: Because Dirt's not simulate, totally simulation-based either, right?
0: Like, no, I mean, it well, Dirt Rally is. Dirt isn't. I mean, it's it's slightly more arcadey, but it's also, like, different disciplines, like riding on dirt or snow or crap like that. Like, you'd think they would, ha- they, they would have different games for different disciplines. Like, hey, if you want the arcade game, play Grid. If you want the really simulation rally game, play Dirt Rally. And if you want, like, the simulation game for, like, racing, play Project Cars. But they just fucked that all up. <laughs>
1: Uh, well, I'm sorry to hear that you're turning uh, negative uh, on...
0: It's not... Me. Well, here's the thing. It's not... It's not bad. Like, it, I'm not, like... I'm not going to give, it, like, a four or anything. But it's just so... It, it just has no, like, personality or spark to it. And it's just really bumming me out.
1: So it's just kind of uh, like a blog
0: Yeah. Like, it's competently made, but I just don't know who it's for.
1: <laughs> That's sometimes the worst.
0: Yeah. Like, cause it literally... I mean there's literally a race event type where you are, like, plowing through gates that are, like, yeah. pointed, you know, a 10-point gate, 20-point gate, and 50-point gate. And I did it, and I'm like, what? Like, this isn't simulation at all. Like, this, I think this was a mode and grid, or at least in one of the Dirt games at some point. Like, <laughs> <Right>. what happened? <laughs> uh, and the last game I'll talk about, since I've been playing a lot of it, they got it, is uh, Hades.
1: And yeah, that game, um, it's the okay. uh, Supergiant. <laughs> Yeah. Well, Supergiant game of course has been in early access for a while. Um, so now that it's out there and out of that and into retail version, how is it?
0: I would actually say if not if if it's not my favorite, it's my second favorite Supergiant game, like it, it's like tide of bastion for me. Wow, uh, that says a lot. Pyre was fine. Uh, it was a little weird because of the sports aspect, but like the story was fine. But I'm I'm the guy who didn't like transistor at all. So I don't know how much have you played. But yeah, I games. liked
1: Fire a lot because of that sports aspect. So yeah, um, I, the story was definitely uh, out there. Um, but you know, I like the. I played a little bit of I think the Hades demo when they had first released that, and I was like, man, I definitely want to check this out when the game fully releases because it's. I definitely like that. Um, you know. Greek mythology, all that kind of stuff, and this having a kind of different story based in that uh, realm is is cool. So that was really appealing to me, and then it has a a, not, a good gameplay mechanic. So,
0: well, it's like a, uh, I mean, it's totally a rogue-like, roguelite. light, right? Yeah, but that's why I, I know Yen's would hate it because <laughs> he doesn't like right. the type of game. And it's funny because I, I mean, it depends on the game. But I like those quite a bit, personally. So, yeah, I've got up to the third boss. I haven't beat it yet. Uh, there are different weapons you can pick up or that you can unlock. If like you start off with a sword and you quickly unlock, like a spear, a uh, bow and arrow, which is really fun. Have you kept track of how many runs you've had to do? No, I'd probably say about nine, maybe ten. Okay. It's
1: uh, not bad to get, like, the third boss.
0: Yeah, and the guy, it's it's a twofer. It's two it's two bosses. Uh this, like, big minotaur dude and this guy who, like, he's, a, he's like an actual god or like a demigod, but he, like, chucks spears at you and they're fighting them. If they could fight one on one, it'd be fine. But fighting them both at the same time is a pain in the ass.
1: <laughs> no, yeah.
0: Uh, the first boss is just one, is just a, uh, I think it's a fury and she's, like, uh, she kind of, like, charges at you and they can do, like, energy, like, circles. She's fine. And the second boss is this really cool, uh, Oh, what is it? It's a, uh, like a, and it's not, almost like a Hydra, but it's just okay. the snakes. Like it, yeah, like it, it's a, a big, like, snake boss that has, like, a main body and then can summon up other snakes to fight. Uh, yeah, those are fun. Uh, yeah, every, every, uh, weapon has, like, a main attack, like a charge attack, kind of, and then a special attack. Uh, and then you have this, like, weird energy, like, weird, like, magical spell you can throw out, but you only get one of them. And then when you kill the enemy that you threw it at, you get it back, uh, and that can be powered up. You meet a lot of different bosses in the game, and they like they can like boon you, like they can level, like give you like gifts and stuff, which is helpful. Like at a like Zeus can like upgrade the bow and arrow to like if you hit an enemy, like lightning arcs to another enemy. And you're like, This is fun. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's a really good game or really fun. It feels great. It feels like you know a quicker Bastion.
1: Oh, what are you playing it on PC?
0: Yeah, it's on PC and Switch. Uh, I think they well, they said like they just announced like it's supposed to have cross save, but they didn't get it done in time for the Switch version. I don't I think so. Uh, that's coming later. Uh, yeah, but it's yeah, going
1: to be a game I definitely want to check out on Switch.
0: Yeah, like, the same. I mean, uh, I got I got my code from Greg Kasavin, and, and he directed the game and right. he wrote it, and it has you know yeah. say what you want about their games like, if you think they're good or bad, but like the writing's always good, and he he does most of it, or I think he does all of it, so.
1: I don't know, I mean, I don't know anybody that says, I just like every single one of their games. Like, I think that in the ones that they release, you you got at least,
0: like, one. Yeah, I mean, I don't like Transistor personally, but I still think it's a well-made game. You know, it's just, it didn't catch my interest that much, because it has, like, a weird, like, art, it's like a weird strategy mechanic, and that's what kind of threw me off a little, I thought.
1: Yeah, it does have a yeah. It takes a lot to get it t- I had to really play that game and like okay, this is this is not simple. <laughs> so right. Yeah. Um
0: but yeah. yeah, that's it for me. I I like it quite a bit. I'm hoping to play more of it. Uh well, I will <laughs> I mean after we're done probably. <laughs> I'll play a few runs. Like I I just think those games that you can just kind of quickly launch into and uh do a run for 15-20 minutes and then hopefully unlock some new stuff along the way
1: yeah that's always i mean it gives you a reason to keep going back which that's good too you know
0: um I'm like uh i mean rogue legacy 2 was like that until i beat it and then i'm like all right now what <laughs> yeah, right yeah but i, I think like, uh, what,
1: like you want to max out everything right so you keep going
0: yeah i mean yeah. you can do that and this has elements of that also like every you get like dark uh, energy or whatever, and you can upgrade like passive abilities to that. Uh, but also, like, unlocking new weapons or... You get, like, a lot of... Uh, you can get, like, a lot of different artifacts by, like, gifting people booze. <laughs> so it's just, like, real life, I guess, in that respect. And, <laughs> uh... Like, each of those trinkets can be upgraded by, like, clearing rooms or, you know, doing stuff like that.
1: Yeah, that's... That's good. That's...
0: Glad that Yeah, did. I'm quite happy with it. Uh,
1: yeah, I'm glad it is getting uh, a lot of uh, great press, um, So and, and Mark is liking it, so I, if I get to play it, I'll gush about it too, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, I finished, I finally finished the story mode for Captain Subasa. I'm like halfway through writing the review right now, um, so yeah, I, I definitely like the way that the story wraps up. It does a very good job of kind of setting everybody on their way to what would be if they made an anime of what happens to some of the main people once they get out of middle school, I guess, if that ever happens. I don't know if that 2018 reboot of the anime did well enough, if it's still going or what. Um, The fact that it's not on any of the streaming services, I I don't know if that's just the license is too much or the license holder is not uh, being on streaming or what it is, but um, certainly it's... uh, I still have my, like, issues with the game that I'll, you know, when you when I write that review, you'll get to hear more about it. I talked about it already, just the way that, the, like, chore that it is to score. <laughs> it's, almost, again, like, it's almost like a fighting or strategy game. But it's still, like, I think, overall an enjoyable experience. And just, I really like, as somebody that loves soccer, just, I don't think there's been, and I, and I went through as I'm going through and, and doing the review, like, went through and looked back. I think this is the only arcade game that like tries to do both, like gives you the pageantry and like passion that you get for the FIFA, the the pro evolution, and the arcadey zaniness of like a striker's charge or something like that, that not a lot of arcade games do. It's usually, they just go full war, like, you know, blitz the league, Break your legs and pop top pills and do crazy shit. Normally you don't try to do both unless you're hampered like, you know, that NFL Blitz Pro thing that the NFL made, made them do. Um, but yeah, I, I think that they, that's, that's what I appreciate about it the most. Um, I did get the, uh, WWE 2K Battlegrounds code in a few days earlier than I thought I would <clears throat> because well, they actually gave it, they gave it to us the day it came out. Uh, I had originally been told that we're gonna do a writer release on Monday, which should be three days after the game comes out, but if you go and look at, I don't know how it's gonna look when you're hearing this, probably it's gonna be in the afternoon on Saturday. Um, there might be reviews up on Metacritic and Open credit, but that game came out today, and if you go and look at uh, Mario All-Stars, that has a bunch of reviews out. Whereas this game does not because most people, and I'm talking even about big websites probably got the game around the same time that I did. Um, so
0: it's always the uh, market quality.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's not a great sign. to be fair. I mean, with the absolute shredding that two K 20 got, you can say that you don't blame them, but this is also a different game. And I think, um, Saber interactive who are the ones that did the, uh, nba 2k playgrounds which th- the first one was fine the second one was just about the same fine um and you have this game which i can't say much about i've only played one match uh the, it seems like the story mode is pretty beefy i mean i don't know exactly how long it is there's um there's a freaking uh like actual storyboard that you go through and it's like all connected and um so like there's story parts where they go through like these comic book things uh it's, it's actually like the main star is Paul Heyman and just like just like the show yeah and stone cold is helping him recruit new WWE superstars or whatever and you're playing as seven random people that have been picked you don't create a character it's seven random characters that they made for this game and the first one that you play has is name bolo hernandez uh so yeah <laughs> and um
0: that's better than some of the current wwe superstar names like otis
1: <laughs> i know what i'm just saying like man you j- okay so we had to have the latin guys we're gonna call him bolo hernandez Uh <laughs> like they um
0: They should have yeah. called him like Alberto, Alberto Del Martinez or something like that. Oh that have been
1: great. <laughs> like, let's just totally uh, piss him off. Um so like as somebody that doesn't you know, I hardly ever watch wrestling anymore. Um
0: but I'm the only one.
1: Yeah, I, I still care about um wrestling as a whole is just, and WWE just makes it really hard to want to watch anything. Plus, again, it's just, this having no crowd just really hurts wrestling compared to other sports, so it's just hard to watch matches with, like, no reaction happening. But, you know, um beyond that, I think, like, it does play as, like, a nice, you know, like, arcade game. It's just, there's still a lot for me to learn because there's a lot of controls. And uh, it does kind of use that, like, no mercy type mechanic of there's a heat thing and then it fills up and then you can use your finisher and, uh, you have like signature moves that can only use when that's going on as well. Um, and you can go out and, uh, you have like a, like where you get on fire, <laughs> like the, you know, the typical yeah. uh, arcade sports game thing where you have to be on fire and you can, um, do like special crowd things that the crowd wants to see and, um, so there's there's like a lot of mechanics because they always try to do these WWE games. So as far as one match goes, I can't comment because they it's obviously really easy at the beginning because you're trying to get used to how to play the game. So
0: um, you just need to uh, I'm on.
1: Oh, it seems like there's a lot of modes. Well, we'll see. We'll see. I, I'll have a lot more to say next week.
0: Uh, I was going to say in the starter mode, you just need to unlock Jeff Hardy and then everything will be all right.
1: We'll see if... I don't even know if Jeff Hardy's in that game. There's a he lot is. of
0: wrestlers. Oh, he is? Okay. Yeah, he's one uh, one guy I, I always look for. When the Nazis were roster, they, just, they find it funny.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can definitely tell the... um. It doesn't look bad, I think, when you're, like, just playing. When they do things like showing the wrestlers, there's obviously this, like, really bad, uh like, fade. Like, there's a... Uh, like, they show the wrestlers and you can definitely see that there's, they're, they're de- not trying to, um, show their, uh, close up on them because they probably wouldn't look anywhere near as good as they would on like PS4 or Xbox One. But, yeah. or, or PC because this game's on PC too. Uh, so, and on Stadia. So, yeah. But, um, I'll, uh, be playing more of it and then we'll, I'll get to say more as goes on. And, yeah, like I'm, I'm purposely <laughs> trying not to buy Mario All-Stars or Hades, uh, because I, if I get either one of those, I will not play this and then I get in trouble. So, uh, cause, you know, 2K went through the effort and then, uh, 411's former editor, my first editor that I ever had, and I actually went with him to a, uh, gotgame.com, which actually still exists. Um, and then he went on, from there, he went on to do PR for 2K, which he's been at since then uh so you know he i don't know if he put in a word for me or not but uh thank you to him and he has credits in the game ramona randa so if you get to the end of the credits of 2k battlegrounds you can see him in there as part of the pr team
0: so yeah i got yeah i was gonna say i just got my uh hades card from greg so that was cool yeah <laughs> I, I, obviously his name's in the game credits also <laughs> exactly
1: <laughs> so see i'm moving up in the world <laughs> so we'll, we'll uh We'll see how that, um, how that shapes out. But uh, speaking of uh, games that um, uh, got announced by uh, ons for Switch, let's go through this uh, mini-partner showcase thing. Uh, this was, what, on Thursday? Yeah, Thursday. Uh,
0: yeah, I think so, yeah. Okay,
1: so... Um, yeah, so they announced uh, a few things. I mean, Hades got announced on there, which was coming well, out that day.
0: Yeah, it launched right. that it finally became like officially released at one point zero.
1: <laughs> yeah, so officially that got released. Um also coming out uh that day was the incredible that it was on there this quickly or in the Will and the Woods. Uh and running at sixty frames. Um mm. so that's pretty crazy Lawn Dark also shut up on Switch but that game is old. And
0: yeah, but it's still I think it's still cool. I mean Yeah. I, I like the idea of the long dark. I just don't like playing it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, there you, go. <laughs> you like the idea yeah. of like it, you know, like,
0: like, Oh, I, I also played it. I've been playing on PC for like almost like well, years now. Right. And it's gone through like so many different iterations that like, it's hard to keep track of how to play it anymore. <laughs> I just like wandering around the, uh, like Canadian wilderness fucking up wolves.
1: <laughs> yeah. They showed off more Balam Wonderland which I'm really interested in that game. Uh, of course, it's being made by Yuji Naka and Naoto Oshima, So, and, and of course, Yuji Naka has Sonic fame, and they have very much uh, Sonic characteristics. Uh, yeah. They showed off quite a few different-looking uh, characters, so totally uh, down with that. Rune Factory 5 is getting released next year as well, along with uh, Valam Wonderland. World uh, of Wonderlands actually coming out March 26th, and Room Factory Five looks hey, it's more Room Factory. So if you uh, enjoy your Room Factory games, there'll be much more to do. They discuss falling in love and peacekeeping, harvesting crops, all of that stuff. I think the perhaps the aside from the the two main headliners were the which were the Monster Hunter games that are both exclusives to the Switch, Monster Hunter Rise. Um, which that's also coming out the same day as Bellam Wonderland. Who, who, uh, like really, <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I wonder if that's going to, one of those is going to get moved uh, at some point. Um, but yeah, probably, like, so, probably so now the there's a like, grappling or hook or. system. How do you uh, feel about that? As somebody that, uh, played that monster in a world,
0: uh, it might be cool. Cause you can probably use like one of the things in monster Hunter is like, Oh, you're supposed to get on top of the monster, climb up it and then fuck it up. But it's like that, you can do that theoretically, but in the game it barely works half the time. <laughs>
1: yeah, so you're like running around like Spider Man, getting to to go hunt yeah. monsters. So I mean, that'd be cool. And also, there's uh, supposed to be a seamless map, and now you have a dog companion called a Palamut instead of the uh, Palico. Calico- Palico. So yep. And of course, Monster Hunter Stories Two, uh, Wings of Ruin also shows up. Um,
0: that looks Better or more interesting? Yeah,
1: that looked better than the first one.
0: It's all animate up. So,
1: well, yeah, because the first one and they had that anime series from Monster Hunter Stories. So, yeah, you know, definitely uh, the Switch is is good with that. And speaking of animate up, this Gaia Six Defiance of Destiny is coming, and what is this? Uh, you play as Zed, the zombie. <laughs> so, yeah, and it's actually exclusive to the Switch
0: so it's uh, uh, interesting. It'll be exclusive to the Switch for a year and then be on everything else.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think it's also when I asked, is, like, they're probably having to adjust to making games for the PS5, so why yeah. not go with the system that you know has made you money, and then you can start making games for PS5. And they also announced Severely 4, which is already out, and Marcus... And it with
0: or? the or occasionally, yeah. yeah we, 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 we just finished that, but yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so there you go uh, and they showed off fitness boxing too which um there's people that like that uh i don't think it's you know as good as like uh oh what's that damn game i can't we think fit? of it now. or not we fit um what's the switch one why can't i think of it right now
0: Fit club or
1: uh, oh, jesus christ <laughs> <laughs> Ring Fit, Yes, Ring Fit. There you go. <laughs> it's something with fit, right? We
0: can I it. actually saw that in stores today. You know, I saw like two. They, this Walmart I went to had two copies.
1: Uh, I keep thinking about it. I've heard it's actually really good for not bad for fitness, honestly.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. I was, I was at a, I was at Walmart today at seven a.m. picking up Mario. There you go. When I'm it sure when there, it opened, there were a lot of
1: people doing it.
0: Uh third of the people, and there they was? didn't have huh. It, it, it was yeah, people? It was, yeah, three other people were there. Hey, people
1: want that Mario man.
0: Well, it was ten dollars cheaper, at least then. I mean it still is, but now it's not, like online. But also they didn't have any copies in the like the display case. And this clerk walked by and I was like, Find us copies or we wrecked the store. <laughs> I said I, I said it half jokingly, but I was also serious. <laughs> what? I would have been like, we're going to go through your warehouse, your back area, until we find some copies, and then we'll buy them.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, uh, Well, hey, at least you got your, your game, right? Yep. It's not like um, PS5, where, uh, you know, people, certainly, uh, there were a lot of people didn't get their PS5s. And there were a lot of people didn't get digital PS5s, because it seems like Sony purposely didn't make that many.
0: Well that's what I said uh, during the PS five yeah. po- yeah. podcast. It's like, yeah, like I don't think they're making those, many of those at all. Or like the you know, the allotments are like, you know, eight or ten disc versions and then two or three digital ones.
1: <laughs> oh, I mean, uh I was just looking at this really quick. So Demon Souls it has a sixty six gig um install. install. Spider Man yeah. is fifty without the uh, original Spider-Man and 105 with Original Spider-Man. Yeah, uh, I thought the file size were supposed to go down. What the
0: heck? No, because uh, it's also 4K assets. Like, of course, yeah. it's going to be huge.
1: <laughs> well, just thought I'd uh, imagine that people who thought that somehow we were going to save space at all—that's not. And for
0: people, well, I mean, look like at Spider-Man. That's 105, like with both games. Yeah, imagine that uh, Xbox One S, you know, the you know their digital version. It's like you getting, like, 450 gigabytes to play with. That's, like, a fourth of the f- damn system.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, that's what's what really making me think about doing the all-access with the Series X because it's, like, I don't want to have to deal with... And I'm going to end up paying a bunch of money for the NVMe or whatever, anyway.
0: That's just Spider-Man. Like, imagine, like, <laughs> well, the biggest one is going to be Call of Duty. Like, I think Call of Duty on the Xbox One X is, like, 200 gigabytes now. <laughs>
1: Well, yeah, but like, okay, like, like, let's say even, yeah, Call of Duty, and like, okay, when remake shows up on it, that thing's still gonna be a hundred gigs. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, um, yeah, it's the uh, it's gonna be interesting. But going back to the point, there was a a lot of controversy all of a sudden around. Man, you sure can't find a heck of a lot more of these disk drive ps5s which cost a hundred dollars more than you can of these um disc ps5s that cost you know the 400 and people were going around showing graphs and you know it it, uh, made people start thinking about did sony intentionally decide to not make this many because they know that hey if the discless one is gone. You're gonna buy the other one.
0: I mean, it's by part part of it. Also, yeah. you have to think about like tooling factories. Like, yeah, it's by if I just want to focus on like one skew of the thing, and you know, a 4K uh, drive isn't $100. It's by like thirty. If you really want to be honest or like forty.
1: Well, there's still Especially a in- separation between even like I want to say I don't remember when I bought my Blu-ray player. But there was an eight. It was a hundred and eighty dollars for a 4K player and a hundred dollars for a Blu-ray player. And this is right. Sony to Sony. Yeah. So yeah.
0: But I mean, like, think about it now. You can get like a Sony Blu-ray player for what sixty?
1: Right. But and when they were making these,
0: the Blu-ray players like
1: were still more. The the 4K players were a little more expensive. Right. Yeah.
0: I mean, I just think. I mean, they'll be making more money on the 4K. Oh, the uh, disc version of the PS5, that's for sure.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, on, duh, they want you to make, they want to make more money off the console, so of course they're going to want to try to point you in that direction. Yeah. You know, like, I think it's a shrewd move by Sony, like, they know you're going to have FOMO, so go get, you got—you got to have one, so if you can't get the digital one, you're going to get that one. That's. But I right. mean, it's been proven, and, like, and also I think, I wonder if there's anything to do with what's Like, stores probably said, well, we don't want the digital one, because people are going to come and buy this at (laughs) our
0: store. You can't imagine
1: GameStop is going to be stocking too many of those things. (laughs) Or Walmart, or any of these places. Like, the retailers do not, I mean, we've seen retailers, uh, you said it, right? Uh, Was it that other retailer that you have? Yeah, it's called market up here. Yeah, they took out the electronics section, or they downgraded Uh, it?
0: They severely downgraded it, and it, it's funny because all of them, they used to have like a really nice big glass cases for each system. Now they have like a shelf, and that's about it. And the most, the most funny one was I was at a Meijer like a few weeks ago. They had a bunch of Switch games for sale, this is like on like the racks. Uh-huh. And in the glass case below it, where they, they should have had Switches for sale, they had gun ammo. Wow. And it's like, well, that's a, that's quite a nice message for the kids.
1: <laughs> that's definitely not shouldn't be in that area but cool uh i I mean like yeah I think definitely you have to look at that too like stores are not gonna want to sell a digital edition of something that will make them selling games obsolete because other than buying cards for uh, yeah get, playstation like, or Xbox you're gonna you're not gonna buy the game at their store
0: it's like so. here, here's a Here's Ratchet and Clank on this NVMe drive. Just slide into your PS5 and play, play.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, I, we'll have to see. I definitely think, uh, the digital one is going to be like a unicorn. It's, it's going to be then it's going to be gone. And obviously, you know, bots don't help either. I mean, how many people, I, I don't know how many people I saw voting, you know, commenting. Oh yeah, I got five of them and I'm going to sell for them. You know, it's it's always this terrible thing that happens when consoles come out at the beginning. Everybody wants to try to oversell because guess what's going to happen? You're going to have a lot of parents wanting to buy for their kid the system, and they're going to overpay because they got to have it. And it's...
0: Yeah, I'll it's this, shitty, I'll, I'll but, get, yeah. I'll get my PS5 and just resell for double the price. Go, so here you go.
1: <laughs> yeah, and we'll I see mean, if uh, some of those I mean, provers end up getting cancelled, too.
0: Well, no, I was going to say there's already like eBay and Facebook uh, Marketplace, like buy my pre order or, you know, stuff like that. Oh, yeah. And that's against that's against eBay policy. I don't know about Facebook, but it's definitely against eBay's.
1: <laughs> yeah, because there's people that get scammed that way.
0: Yeah. Um, so. Well, also, eBay, it's like you have to have the product within like 31 days or something.
1: Right. But. Yeah, well, this is going to be an ongoing thing. Going to be very interesting how that goes with Microsoft. Uh, I'm not gonna touch it unless they allow they activate the Xbox All access when you for these initial batch of pre orders. Like if you can't enable that when you try to go pre order, I'm probably not gonna do it because Yes, that's a lot right. to to put down. Um, even though you're not paying for it for two months still it's still a lot to put down.
0: I mean I initially uh, when I bought mine I initially went with Walmart and it required me to put all the money down right then and there. And it's like, I don't have $530. Sorry. So I canceled that one. And that was Amazon.
1: <laughs> yeah. I saw target makes you put down a certain percentage, which is what the same thing. GameStop does. Yeah. Um, I saw people like, like what's saw people a not understanding the, um, uh, the target thing. People thought it was a price mistake and they had the, the, the PS5 controllers for like 10 cents, and people thought, Oh my god, I'm gonna get a controller for 10 cents. It's like, no, you're just gonna pay the other $69. And
0: yeah, 80 whatever 90 cents. later. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't mind that, but like Walmart specifically is you have to put you have to pay it all right now as a temporary charge, temporary hold, and then you know, yeah. it'll get refunded in a day or two. And I was like, Well, crap, I nope. can't do that. Yeah, so that's why I went with Amazon, and then I got that stupid email today. You know, like, you may not have enough. And it's like, damn well better. <laughs> I, I live a mile and a half from one of your uh, centers, so I'll be down there that day if you don't have mine.
1: Well, uh, speaking of, uh, because, you know, Sony's going to, they knew they were going to have this event. They, they, they were going to be out there talking about the console. Uh, you know, Microsoft has done plenty talking, uh, you know, over Twitter about the console as well. They, what they produce, like paper models you can have, so you can know how much space is going to take up, or whatever I saw today. Um, so Jim Ryan has did s- several interviews, and, uh, we had, uh, a lot of information come out in many of these interviews. So I'm going to kind of just bunch them all together, and then we can kind of just talk about, um, things as they happen. So, in one of them, he was asked about what he thinks about a game pass service and if they would ever do something like that and he says it's just not sustainable that the sony games cost too much they cost over a 100 million uh or more to make and that it's just not sustainable we want bigger better um we want more persistent and having something like game Pass doesn't suit our ambition we want to expand and grow our existing ecosystem and not putting things in the subscription model. Uh, I, that doesn't surprise me. I think, like, Sony's been adamant that they don't want to do that. Um, I mean, we're not... We're, I think the thing that we kind of forget is pays has to pay a lot of money to these game companies that are not yeah. their yeah. Yeah, company like, how, to do right. that. I mean, now, granted, every... Um, developer that has decided to give information about it has said that it's positive that, yes, they get a nice chunk of money from Microsoft, but then they also see their game sales go up for that game after it leaves Game Pass. Yeah. Or or while it's in Game Pass, people decide to go ahead and buy it because they know that it's going to leave. Um Which, that's good, too. That's what that service also has that purpose of getting you into the game especially for, like, longer games like Yakuza, like, you may not be able to finish that before it decides, before it gets taken off Game Pass. Right. Uh, so you may have to decide to buy it if you want to keep playing it afterwards, and that's not, uh, bad for Sega or whoever, uh, in that case. Um.
0: Or, like, you know, you get, you get into, like, one Yakuza game and it's like, hey, I might, might will check out, pick the next one that's right. maybe not on Game Pass, so, yeah.
1: Exactly. And, but I, just, you know, that doesn't work for. Like, I could never really see Nintendo doing it because that would really diminish their, and they're yeah, they, they're ones that want their games well, to be sixty dollars forever if they could.
0: Yeah, like that. Like they still, you know, for the while wow, they still sixty bucks, at least forty five in this way. Yeah. So it's like, what?
1: <laughs> I think Microsoft can really do it because they just don't like outside of Halo. Even gears has really
0: diminished. Oh yeah. Um. You know, like, in... Gears, Gears 4 did okay, I think, but Gears 5 kind of just came and went.
1: Yeah, Gears 5 came and went, and, like, even then, I think... I think that that's the problem also, is, like, both Gears and Halo went through transitions in the studios. And so, like, since then, they haven't necessarily been the same. They're, I mean, you know, Jens might say that he really... Enjo- and I enjoy the story in them, too, but there's just something that just doesn't feel the same. Yeah. And... You know, even
0: like, even like that last uh, Bungie Halo game, I think that was Halo 4, like, that still felt really weird compared to the other ones.
1: No, I think, three, wasn't 343 in Halo 4?
0: I can check. I but think the that's...
1: last one was ODST for Bungie. If yep, I'm you're mistaken. right,
0: 343. Three. Yeah. That, that was our first one. Yeah, that felt Ooh. really weird compared to the the, the Bungie ones, because well, all the alien shit, and then, yeah... <laughs>
1: Yeah, and then five would just, they just went to some weird ass direction that was like, whoa, that's, that's not what people want. Um, right. and so then, so yeah, like that doesn't surprise me at all that, and, and also th- they're winning. Like they're, they're, like, all, every time they come out with one of these single player games, they sell ridiculously well, which is what's so funny about, like, everybody that says, oh, single player games are dying.
0: Like, yeah. It's oh, like,
1: uh, like oh, yeah, these battle at... royales are going to take over everything, and then a single player game comes out, and it's like, oh wait, people are buying these. Like,
0: yeah, yeah. Look so. at like Ghost of Tsushima or uh, Last of Us Two. It's like, oh yeah, single players are really like, dead, huh?
1: Right. Yeah. It's, like a, it's ridiculous how well Last of Us sold. Last of Us Two sold. How how much Ghost of Tsushima sold? It's like, yeah, give me a break. You know. Um. So. Yeah. And that's just going to continue as, as uh, we get into these, like, bigger, better, as Jim Ryan says, you know? So, uh, s- g- going along with that, um, we talked about this on the last show about how there's a lot of controversy once, uh, both Spider Man Miles Rowlis and Her- Horizon Forbidden West were going to wind up being on PS4. And, you know, people were just absolutely going nuts about oh, Jim Ryan lied that, you know uh so they are also doing cross gen whatever like you know so so the controversy continues here with uh, Jim Ryan and I think this is somewhat he might have uh bitten off more than he can chew here. I think sometimes you need to be a little more calculated about what you say because this is the one where I think he looks really bad because he's completely wrong, but uh he came out and this is to a Japanese. Uh, website that he was saying this to you, that, uh, even though he does respect everybody's decision on what they want to do with their own consoles and their own strategies, uh, he says if you look at the history of game business, creating a special low price reduced spec console is something that has not had great results in the past. And we consider that option, but seeing other executives who attempted to discover how problematic it is. And, uh, you know, he went on to say that it basically the console becomes obsolete. And that he thinks people are just going to keep buying 4K TVs and, and all that stuff. And although that may be true. And yes, you cannot buy TVs that are not like, yes, you can buy TVs that are only 1080p, but that's getting less and less and less at this point. And as we keep going on, uh, yeah, that and also, will
0: be... well, also 4K TVs are getting cheaper and more, yeah, more mainstream. I mean, but I... it
1: doesn't necessarily mean that people are really caring about taking advantage of the 4K. No, no, they it's... buy it because they, they have to
0: yeah, I don't care. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah, that's the thing. Like, I I have a nine-year-old 1080p TV and yeah. if that breaks, I have another one kind of in the ready in the chamber in my room, like a backup one. Yeah. And then if, yeah, if that breaks, then I'll get a 4K TV or, like, the cheapest one I can find, but... Right. I I mean, but they have some...
1: sales on those all the time that you could probably find one really cheap, so...
0: Well, I also don't need some, like, <laughs> the instant's ferocity. Uh... Like some seventy, because you know, I have a small room or a small space. So, I had, I had a friend when I was buying my op- my current TV. He was like, "Why didn't get like a forty inch TV?" I'm like, "I don't have the room for it, dude." Like, he's like, well, "Anything anything below forty inches is worth it." And I'm like, "Well, okay." Like, I don't have the room. So, what do you want me to do? <laughs> Knock out a wall? Like,
1: don't my, my landlord would
0: really love that.
1: Yeah, I mean. I'm I'm kind of the same way. Like I have a 40, I have a 1080p. Actually, that's a 1080i. It is not even a 1080p. Um, TV in in my room that's like the only, that my first ever, I guess, HD, it's like a plasma that I have. Right. And I got those other two from Best Buy. One of them is a 49 that actually apparently doesn't even it does 4K, but it kind of doesn't. And then I have a 55 that does do the 4K that's in the living room. And it's like, yeah, I wouldn't want to put one of those in my room because it just, I don't know. It just doesn't seem like you don't need this humongous TV in your room. Right.
0: I'll, at least in my my particular instance, I'm like a foot away from my TV or two feet away. Yeah. So it's like, who care? You know, it being only 27 inches is like fine, you know?
1: Yeah, I also have a 27-inch monitor computer that's next to that 42 inch so i didn't want like this thing that takes up the entire wall yeah um either so yeah like i don't blame you I, I i think either way what uh jim ryan was getting at is he's obviously poking at the xbox series x here and while he has a point that it's uh lower spec and everything i think saying that a lower spec console automatically should be um you know, uh, thrown away is dumb when you look at the Switch is doing extremely well. Yeah. Um, you know, the, I mean, now granted, that's, it helps out that it's portable, but, and that helps out a lot. And especially when you go down to the Switch light, that's all it does. But, I mean, you look at the Wii, now that was just completely, a completely different console, but it was also very, very low powered. Uh, the PS2 itself was lower power than the GameCube and the, xbox
0: yeah but those so, all came out a year later i mean but yeah
1: yeah i mean i'm just saying like to for him to say that just because it's lower power doesn't that it won't sell well it won't do well um, right you know now grant again like they, there's this constant back and forth between game developers of some are very concerned about what the series s will do to making games on the xbox side of things will it hurt it will it not it's just this. It's weird that like you can't have a consensus on that either. Um, I guess it just depends on how you make your games. But I mean, it doesn't seem to hurt Cyberpunk, which looks amazing, and this is being made with the last gen games in mind because it's even though it's coming around the same time as the the new consoles, it's not going to be made for those new consoles. <laughs> so, um, right? Yeah, like. I just think it all depends on how you make your games and price matters to a lot of people. Yeah. You know, now I granted, think- I don't know if, uh, you know, a parent's child has a lot of disc. Now, that's, that's being, that's saying that somebody has a lot of disc Xbox One games, which I don't know if you really do at that point over 360 games. Um, you know, those become, obsolete if they're not part of Game Pass or part of the backwards compatibility. Um, You know, that's the thing, is that's a digital console to Series S, but I I still think that, overall, it's going to do well at that $300 price point.
0: Yeah, but I also see some people, you know, give me the real console, or give me the new Xbox, and they get the Xbox One S and be like, what? Like, this thing's a piece of garbage.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I I think a lot of people are not going to realize the storage Thing they're not gonna realize they're not gonna realize a lot of things about that console until they already bought it, and then like you know three four five months later when they have to start upgrading the storage they go oh yeah oh you mean have I one- have to buy another one hundred dollar thing right oh that's that sucks I can, can put one more Call of Duty game on it and that's it <laughs> yeah it's like I I think eventually. You are, I think for both consoles, you're eventually going to have to just have a storage drive that all it does is keep your games in it, and you don't actually run the games off of there, and then you just transfer them back and forth if you sure. don't want to have to be deleting stuff. I think that's just what you're going to have to do for this generation. Because the games mean, how, are so big.
0: I mean, you have that with your Xbox One and PS4, or just Xbox One?
1: The PS4, I have the where I switched it out, and it's internal.
0: Okay. Where it's... But, okay, uh, yeah, I, I did that with my PS4 also. But on your yeah. Xbox One, I know you have that. How many? Right, games... and I
1: would never have a problem if I didn't have if I didn't have the the Rock Band songs where I have like two thousand of them, and I still don't but, run out of space because I haven't bought a. Well, I you uh, know, I use my PC for Game Pass, but like most
0: most people aren't Rock Band crazy, so if you eliminated that fact, yeah,
1: I but like. Yeah, unless you are one of those people that you need to keep every game, and see, that's the thing too, I think people exaggerate, like, uh, I'm running yeah. into that problem with my Switch, where I bought that 200 gig card, and now I have games that I don't want to have to delete, like, the old Final Fantasies that are freaking huge, and I want to have them on there to be able to play them whenever I get an inkling, and yeah, I don't but- want to have to reinstall them, because they'll take a while to
0: reinstall. You know, that, that's, that's the thing yeah. is, I mean, it's funny because like Jens is a huge proponent of, uh, I mean, he loves physical media more than I do, but mm-hmm. whenever, like we finished Sniper Elite four and he like instantly deleted it or like Duke Nukem 3d, like the second we finished it, he deleted it. Uh-huh. and I'm, I'm not quite like that. Like I'll do delete it eventually, but yeah, I, I don't really need to, I mean, I have whatever 300 PS4 games or probably I think 400 at this point, like, right. I'm not going to keep all those installed. I got like 30 or so. And some, like, I could easily delete, like, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and that would free up, like, 100 gigabytes. But I, I just don't think, like, I think in your, like, Switch rationale, it's like, yeah, you you might have the ink. If you had the inkling to play, like, an old Final Fantasy, like, 12 or 10 or something, you could. But how uh. how often are you going to get that?
1: Yeah. I, well, that's the thing. Like, I, I also have both the Xenoblade. Both my Xenoblades are digital. So, like, those games are also big files, and I do sometimes... I mean, I just finished the, the, the Definitive Edition, so I don't think I will go back to that for a while, but, like, two, I did kind of get an inkling to play a little bit more, or the Torna thing, and those are all on there. But, like, uh, you know, I... Like, um, that's the thing, is, uh, you know, I just finished the Captain Tsubasa, so I deleted it, because I was like, I'm not going to play this again. I went through the main story... I played the little bit of the online that I wanted to play. I don't really feel like playing this much more. And that was a 13 gig file that I could delete. And then all of a sudden I can install Battlegrounds. But right. like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to, and how big was a uh, 3D? Oh, you got it physical. So that doesn't matter. I was going to ask
0: how big a file
1: big. 3D All-Stars was. Uh, uh, Hades is not really big, right? Small.
0: No, Hades is like 12 gigabytes.
1: Oh, really? Okay, dang.
0: Uh, I guess 3D All Stars is four four gigabytes.
1: Oh, that's not bad at all. No. Yeah, so I mean, see, I would have to find something else to delete if I'm gonna have both Hades and 3D All Stars installed along with. Yeah, but
0: like Battle. Final Fantasy XII is the least of that. I mean,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, uh, ten and ten two are the biggest things I have. They're like twenty seven
0: gigs. Yeah. So and you can easily delete ten two. Yeah. Ten might be okay, not ten two. Well, you
1: can't. You have to. De- you have to decide to delete both. Uh, so, and I'm, yeah, I do sometimes, uh, like going back to that sometimes and playing it, but, um.
0: That's why you have a nice PC. You can go back to it. Yeah. Or a nice I, laptop.
1: Well, like, you know, the thing is, uh, it's nice to have the portability of being able to go somewhere in this play or, or whatnot, but.
0: Once again, I, you have a laptop.
1: <laughs> I don't take my laptop everywhere. I can put my Switch on my pocket. So. Um. Yeah. I No. But I think overall, though, I, I do think that that's gonna, it's gonna do well. I wonder if all access will play a role this time around. If if Microsoft's really gonna push it, we'll see. Yeah. It's just this whole generation's gonna be interesting. I do think that Sony's getting a little bit like at least Jim Ryan is. He's he's giving me Don Magic vibes, and I'm not.
0: Yeah, but like, he's not he's not quite the public face yet. I mean he kind of is, but yeah. if you asked hundred gamers who is Jim Ryan, you'd be like, Isn't he that dude on that Amazon show? You know <laughs> Yeah, I
1: think the difference is that like also Sony has the Japanese side of things who are yeah, always I mean, a like, bit more conservative that Microsoft didn't, right? Like Microsoft just has those are their people and those are the people making decisions. And like, if I, those people decide those decisions, you're screwed,
0: right? I don't think, uh, like, Final Fantasy 16 or Demon's Soul Well, I should rephrase it. I don't think Final Fantasy XVI is going to be locked to a PS5 forever.
1: No, it's not.
0: It's not. But Demon's Souls will be. We'll see. I still well, think that, that
1: that whole human error thing is...
0: No, it's funny published they Demon's Souls. I don't know if they're publishing right. this one, but they published the old one. So, that's why they made yeah. Dark Souls, because, uh... That's not, you know, Sony doesn't own that
1: one. Oh, no, I meant, like, would they put it on PC?
0: Oh, yeah. maybe. I mean, yeah. I'll, I mean, I think Horizon did okay, maybe. Yeah. But, I mean, look at, like, uh, Persona 4. Like, that did really well. <laughs>
1: well I mean, that was also a very highly anticipated game. Horizon, you could, like, that game's coming out, like, three years after it's already passed. you right. Its, you know? O-
0: only idiots would be excited for Demon Souls. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: There's a lot of people excited for Demon Souls even though it's, you know, seventy dollars. But um yeah, I it's it's good for Sony that they can get people excited for that and, and people are wanting to buy their systems for, for Demon Souls and everything else that's coming. And perhaps uh you know, the the one that we this was released a while ago. Just Sony hadn't officially said it. It was a rumor, it was a uh posts on websites without Sony actually coming out and giving you know the true verbiage of saying yeah we're not supporting ps1 to ps3
0: yeah
1: and they finally I mean, did come out and say it but uh, i don't know people really expecting it to happen
0: here's the thing i think if a different president was involved like not jim ryan i think it would have happened he's like the one guy who's like i mean he a quote from him like six months ago or whatever he's like i don't know why i'm going to play like grand Turismo one it's like Nostalgia, you fucking idiot. Like, don't you get that? Like <laughs> Yeah,
1: I mean, but not like I don't know about I don't think Grand Treason One was a good thought. Well, a good like this. I mean, sure, I mean you can argue on... the
0: merit, you can argue the merits of that, but like think about like you know, Vagrant story or you know well, that's what
1: I'm saying. Like, if you're gonna go and tell me that people are gonna go wanna go back and play that's like saying I'm gonna go back and play Madden like eight oh eight or whatever, yeah, like
0: that- well, I mean, believe me, I would much rather play Grand Jury Smell 1 than the current Grand Jury Smoke game.
1: <laughs> but, I mean, if I'm going to go back and play PS1 stuff or PS2 stuff, I'm going back to play the ones that were, like, awesome for that console and they haven't been remade. And, yeah,
0: like, you know, Metal Gear Solid 4. That's, like, the one yeah. game I really wish get remade or ported over, but it'll I don't think it will ever get anything done with, with that.
1: Right. It, so, like... Those are the games people want. They want to be able to play those games on this one console and not have to have their PS2s yeah. laying around for that. Or or PS3s I mean, because of the emulation thing. They should.
0: What they, I mean, they did a really half assed job when they didn't brought like, PS2 games to the PS4. They yeah. should do a better job with the PS5 and go, here are the 40 exclusive games for each system that aren't made anywhere else. They're 20 bucks each. If you want to play folklore in the PS3 and your PS5, here it is. Or like Metal Gear Solid 4, go for it. That's it.
1: Yeah, I, I just don't... I don't see them doing it. Like, I think well, that I, they...
0: Like I said, like not with Jim yeah. Ryan as president, but if someone else was, I think absolutely they would.
1: I could see them trying to do it as part of like the PS Now, like they have kind of now, where you yeah. can uh, at least stream them or whatever. Um I just don't, like, after they started it on PS4 and then kind of just all of a sudden stopped before they really got to, they really got going.
0: Well, they made, like, ten games, and, like, it was, like, Rogue Galaxy, and I think, like, one of the Jack games, and, you know, like, three or four other games, they're like, what are you guys doing? (laughs) Like,
1: Yeah. And, yeah, I just don't, he is very, He said it a bunch of times, he is all about moving forward. He's all about bigger, better. He's not about um, making old old games work. Like, um, well,
0: yeah, he's yeah. a businessman. He has no no appreciation of nostalgia or history or anything like that. So, yeah, right, that's not huge and, But there was, I think, the quote from him also saying, uh, like, ninety nine percent of PS4 games are going to work on the PS5. Yeah, ninety
1: nine percent of so, PS4 titles work on PS5, which is good.
0: Well, sure. here's here, here's the big question, and this is a good one. Do you think PT will play on the PS5? Uh, nope. <laughs> I still got my copy on my PS4. I will transfer the fuck transfer that over in, in a second. <laughs>
1: I'll be surprised if it does. I, you know, like I get it. Like they were focused on making this SSD be awesome, the DualSense, all that stuff. They they don't they don't really care. Like Microsoft. Again, they're all focused right now, it's consumer friendly, consumer friendly, consumer friendly. they wanted to make sure everything worked. Again, the thing is, right, Sony has the library that people want to go back and play these old games. Yeah, does like really have that library?
0: Hey man, what it's about like, brute force?
1: for god's sake you know what i didn't mind brute force it's not
0: <laughs> it's ages terribly but... or like blood wake that, that xbox one like long, twist metal boat launch game
1: <laughs> yeah that was awful
0: but like you know
1: that's the thing is that's really what it is about is microsoft's doing it but it's nowhere near the quality of of yeah.
0: like well sony i mean sony know, has 10 more years on them and 30 more, d- more important franchises.
1: <laughs> yeah, and all these IPs, and even the cl- the games that never got off those systems that people would want to play. And, you know, so, I mean, we can say what we want about Nintendo taking their sweet-ass time, but at least they're sort of doing it. I don't know. Um, yeah, it just, it just feels weird to me that, look, uh, Sony can say all this stuff because they're number one right now and there's nothing and they also really seem to have a just this fan base that these this like hardcore bleed till we die fan base of somebody can do no wrong and let's attack everyone else and and whatever and it's hey you know what if and honestly if somebody seems to be very happy with fanning the flames of the console war and all this other stuff and hey that it works for them I don't, I don't, I don't think it's great. Like, I think it's stupid. I think they should both kind of be supportive and and want to do cosplay with each other and be more consumer friendly and all that stuff. But hey, Sony,
0: yeah, but is also, doing that, that. I mean, there has to be some crossline or you know, there has to be some delineation between the two, or else why would you buy any of the consoles? Well,
1: they're exclusives, right? That's
0: I mean, like,
1: but I'm talking multiplayer
0: games. Like, hey, if I buy
1: Whatever you know, Call of Duty, the the late Black Ops, like this whole thing of like, oh, I can't play with my Xbox friends because some BS thing about the store is gonna, the the the, oh my god, the the internet. Think of the kids. Oh my god, you know, like that stuff is just stupid. Yeah, but it's like like those paywalls needed. To, I mean. Microsoft's kind of doing it by s- secretly putting it into Game Pass Ultimate. Um, right. but yeah, I wonder if Sony would ever think about it. Um, I did see that they were trying to do the double sale thing now where you get 50% off certain games on sales and, uh, they did that PS Plus collection, which they're doing that just to, give everybody more games to play at, at launch. That's not something we're going to see. I don't think that's something we're going to see all the time.
0: Well, it's funny, because when I buy my PS... well, when I get my PS5, I'm probably not going to get a game. I mean, I, it'd be nice to get Spider-Man. Like, if you can explain a review copy, that'd be cool. But, like... I doubt it. Yeah, like, I'm I'm okay, you know, at least for yeah. a while, because I'll PS4 crap to play that thing.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of those games are still going to come out on PS4, and they'll at least be 10 if not $20 cheaper.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, I meant, uh, I meant like the cross, like the cross uh, platform or the cross generation ones.
1: Like, yeah,
0: you me know, too. Borderlands Three, like that would be really nice to play on PS Five, probably.
1: <laughs> yeah, and that's good to know that uh, Spider Man will work also. Like, if right. you already have Spider Man, that will get the upgrade, and you can just buy the regular Miles Morales.
0: Here is the one interesting thing though, and I haven't really seen people talk about this: is uh, physical games. Like, do I need to put my PS4 copy in a PS5 and just run it? Or will it say, like, you have the trophies? Or will it say, like, you need know, authenticate what you, you know, you have Borderlands? I'm sure
1: there or, will be an authentication.
0: In the, but then, yeah. how many times do I have to do it? Or, I mean, because if it's just, like, once and it's like, well, I'm going to rent every game, that no, as an upgrade. No, I'm pretty
1: sure then, you have to have the disc. If you bought the game physically, you have to have the disc. It's just like every other right, time, but
0: Right, but that, that's the thing. Is like, do I have to just have. Like, my Borderlands 3 disc in the PS5 at all times, or when when I want to play it, or...
1: I'm sure that's how it always works, because they don't want you doing exactly what you just said. Right. Renting games
0: from a store. Well, to be fair, (laughs) no one's renting games anymore.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, you're not. But I was saying, like, Redbox basically discontinued that, so...
0: Yeah, and and I don't know about it down there, but we have, like, family videos up here that are already dying, so...
1: Yeah, GameFly is like no one ever talks about it. So <laughs>
0: like, I'm a, I'm amazed they're still around. Honestly, like
1: yeah. Well, that they're doing movies now too, right? So, um, but yeah, I, it just it's amazing to me um, that people still make. I think people are also making too big a deal with this. Like again, it's a nice thing to have, but once the generation gets going. You get so full with it, the, and there's so many games that come out now. It's not like, it's not like it used to be where, oh, you'll play all the AAA releases and you get bored, and you're gonna go right. back to the old games. Like there are so many freaking indie games that come out, so many like free games, so many like oh my god, it's ridiculous. Like you don't have time to go back to that. I mean, I saw somebody post today like. F your backlog. Like, you don't need to be tied to a backlog that you have to go play all these games and all this. It's like, and he's right! Like, there's so many games that come out all the time. Like, you don't need to feel like, oh my god, I didn't play this game that came out ten years ago. Oh my god, I'm terrible. Like, no, it's alright if you don't. <laughs> so,
0: right, yeah.
1: Um. But yeah, I, I, I also think sometimes we have to be very uh, understanding of People want that stuff, oh. but they say that right now, once, once you start playing PS5 games, you try to go back to playing PS, older than PS4 games, you're like, what is this?
0: Oh, yeah. Huh. I mean, yeah, once I get my PS5, my PS4 won't go in the drawer, but it'll be moved to the, you know, the slightly not quite as, uh, important part of my entertainment center. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I can't even have my, I have my 360 and PS3 there, but I don't have them, like, in, T- you know, even plugged in because trying to use the UI on those things to even watch like Netflix is
0: awful. So, so I have <laughs> I, I I have five console. I mean, let's just say main consoles with it to my current TV: PS4, Switch, uh, Xbox 360, which I haven't touched in years, uh, a PS3, which I haven't touched in more years, and an original Xbox, a like, modded Xbox.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: the last one's a little. The question mark one, like why do I still have this? But it's like it, but right. like the PS3 and the 360, those are going in a drawer.
1: <laughs> yeah, same thing here. Probably just never gonna touch those again. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I thought of it. and I was like, wow, well, dang it! Now if I get the PS5, I have all these games. Like uh, Kingdom Hearts I mean, Three wouldn't work for me.
0: <laughs> Look, honestly, it depends uh, on so. how they how they do the uh, hard drive or the memory thing, but. You can, like If the PS5 really is going to be compatible with that many games, you could probably just put that in a drawer also or put that in storage. <laughs> what like if, if, you could, like, if you could just copy your hard drive or at least your saves to the well, PS5. Well, the saves
1: will come don't... over, yeah.
0: Well, hopefully saves and PT. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: I, the thing is, like, right? if you get the digital version, your discs will become obsolete, so if you bought a lot of physical games... Yeah, then you uh, <laughs> Which I have some physical games like that's the thing is that uh, I want to buying I would have bought remake had the had the pandemic not happened I would have bought remake with a disc cuz I like having those kind of games on disc just to you know have that physical medium or or whatever but
0: uh I could I could say not, my copy you yeah. say my <laughs> copy a <of> remake
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to, I'm sure uh, I won't It'll be on some kind of a sale rather cheaply at some point. Um, so moving on, uh, we'll have plenty to talk about with uh, both Sony and, and Microsoft as we keep getting closer and closer to those, uh, those dates when those consoles actually do come out. Uh, and, and you know, Mark, uh, Mark talked about this when we talked about Hogwarts, uh, Legacy, uh, being revealed as part of that, uh, Sony showcase. J.K. Rowling is officially not involved with that game at all, or not directly involved with the creation. I mean, obviously she, uh, you know, created those Harry Potter's characters and everything, but she's not. This is not a story that she had a hand in writing.
0: Uh, yeah, she'll get she'll get money from this thing. That's not a huge surprise. Yeah, but she'll
1: get royalties. Duh.
0: <laughs> she'll, she she yeah, she's not going to get paid from like I mean she will get like maybe five like, percent of the royalties or something, but she's not going to get like story. She's not going to get
1: credits other than being the creator of the series, you know? Right. Like, um, it's just such a hard thing with that. Like all those terrible, like she should have just left that alone. It's like, she ruined it for me. Like I, I actually liked the movies and I wanted to go back and read the books. And then she kept just piling on and piling on and piling on and, and changing what these characters meant and doing this. And it's just like, you know what? (laughs) I'm not even going to bother.
0: um, I guess I'm different because I can, I can readily divorce authors intent or their dumbass comments after the fact from the work, work itself. So doesn't really affect me at all. Well, like (laughs) normally I can, but
1: it's like, it's one of those things of like, if I wanted to post about how I'm enjoying reading this, all the shit you're going to get is the negative stuff that she keeps putting out there about the characters and changing them all the time and it's like it just makes you i don't know it makes me not want to go through because it's like well i'm going to be keeping it to myself whether i end up enjoying this or not and i can't talk about it because you feel somebody will make you want feel like you have to address the elephant in the room you know you,
0: you should just do this you know how most assassins creed games have like that really weird warning at the beginning like this is a work of fiction designed by a multicultural team, you know, various beliefs, sexual orientations, and gender identities. Yeah. Just, just remix, remix that and say, "I hate everyone who's not me." The end. <laughs> 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 That'll go over real well. Yeah,
1: I, I mean, it's going to be interesting because there's a lot of people that love Harry Potter that are going to find out there's a freaking RPG about. Harry- I mean, now granted, I don't know how much they're if they find out that the main characters that they know and love from the movies are not involved in this at all, if they're still going to buy I, it,
0: I can 100% uh, believe that they will have some Harry Potter DLC where well, you will find some magical time device and somehow, pull, somehow pull Harry Potter hundred years in the past. Yeah. I, I, w- I, I, w- I would bet money on that. <laughs> yeah.
1: Cause they, they got to try to, they're, it's an RPG. They can just add in extra DLC after the game is already, especially if it's successful. They're gonna do yeah. that because they're gonna find a way to make more money. and be like, oh, maybe you didn't pay attention to before, but now it's got the the one the characters you know. Oh my god!
0: Yeah, well, it's, it's like Hermione's yeah. time spinner went bad, and now she's like in the past, and you have to like help her fix it or something like, stupid like that. Yeah. Uh, you know, I hundred that exactly. percent <laughs> Yeah,
1: so I mean, like. That's the thing is, it's going to be interesting to see if, once again, internet vitriol, and I mean, yes, these are very, very, um, correct feelings that these, these, uh, people have about the way J.K. Rowling has just absolutely destroyed her own characters, but it's going to be interesting to see if that feeling that you see on social media is going to be transposed to people buying or not buying the game.
0: Uh... Uh, I mean, I don't think I'll necessarily buy it, but I'm curious to play it. Like I Yeah. Like I said, I can kinda of divorce myself of whatever bullshit she has to think or say. So <laughs> I'm definitely curious to play it as well.
1: Definitely would I
0: mean be... I had a similar experience kind of with this about uh like years ago with Shadow Complex. I had an old friend who refused to play Shadow Complex because uh Orson Scott Card was like, involved. I think he like created the story or he, he like created a universe. He didn't, like, write the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, an- another writer wrote the game, a guy named Peter David. And yeah. she was like, well, I'm not I'm not going to play uh, Shadow Complex because it's, you know, homophobic, or Or Card is homophobic. And I'm like, well, sure. But he didn't write the game. Yeah. Another guy did. And the, the guy who did write it has won GLAAD awards. So I'm pretty sure the gays and lesbians are okay with him. <laughs> right. And I think to this day she hasn't played it. And it, like, there's also, like, no homophobic content for good or for bad in Shadow Complex. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I mean, if they don't like it. They don't have to play it. That's cool. Yeah. I'm more or less indifferent. Like,
1: <laughs> Or wait till, all, wait till it's been out a while and nobody's talking about it. Then you can go play it and don't have to worry about people think. <laughs> so, yeah. There's always that. And before I forget, because, oh my God, I, we should have thought about this a while ago. Um so uh, Michelle Ansel, uh which is probably like the big story of this week that doesn't have to do with the consoles, uh so far at least, is Michelle Ansel has decided to leave games. Of course he is uh, well, most I've, well I've known for, Yeah, go on. Okay. Uh most well known for, you know, Rayman and uh First Beyond Good and Evil and uh several other uh games and I think the Rabbits
0: also were
1: or... Yeah, the Rabbits. That's true. And he's, uh, after more than 30 years, decided to stop working on video games. He's going to focus on his second passion, wildlife. That makes you wonder if that's why he made the Wild game.
0: Uh, well, that's that's the issue. That's the joke I was going to make. Is yeah. He's getting out of games. Now that all of his games are finished, including Beyond Good and Evil 2 and Wild. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, are they finished? That's
0: uh... Uh, I firmly believe neither neither of those games is coming out.
1: I think Beyond Good and Evil 2 is at least coming out.
0: Uh, I mean, when when did that... That was announced in, like, 2016?
1: Yeah, it's just... What's so funny to me is, like, you just had another Ubisoft forward, and it takes Michel Ancel coming out and saying that he's no longer doing games in order for somebody to go oh yeah there's a lot of playable stuff for beyond good and evil 2 we just haven't shown it to you and it's like yeah what really like why haven't you shown this then yeah like, people have uh... been really wanting to see this <laughs> and you don't say anything but then all of a sudden just to make sure that people know that these games are still getting made you you give this a come had this come out it's just
0: weird well, what they should have done for that Ubisoft thing is just go. I mean, if he was serious back, you know, a week ago or four days ago, he should have he should have had a camera in his uh treehouse and said, "Hey, I'm getting out of games." But Wild is this far along and put a new trailer. And Beyond Good and Evil Two is this far along. His new trailer. It's in good hands. Here you go. And yeah. he didn't do that, and Ubisoft didn't do that. And that's why I think the night of those games is coming out. Just like a Skull and Bones game.
1: Internal builds offer hours of gameplay for Beyond Good and Evil 2. Not minutes, hours. See, the funny
0: thing about that is, like, is that that the the finished game? Or is it, like, a a slice of life prototype?
1: (laughs) Yeah, like, well, I mean, it definitely feels like it's more than a slice,
0: but... Well, I think about yeah. like uh, that original Prey two thing, uh, when it was supposed to be like you as a bounty hunter in space or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think they said that was a little long, uh, but it was you know BS.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll see.
0: Uh, I mean, if he once he got out of games, I don't fault him. I like, go. I mean, he yeah, he's had a good run, but yeah, I mean, he's I, he's basically involved with
1: every Rayman game, and then I, uh, Tonic Trouble and.
0: Uh, my my concern, really, is, like, you know, he's doing this, like, in the middle of these two games. If it was, like, right after... If both these games came out, then he's like, all right, peace. Like, all right, fine. You know, good on you. But these games are still being made. I mean, whatever he says is immaterial. Like, they didn't show anything. So, who can say how good or bad they are?
1: Right, but, I mean, like, also, it feels like he's been kind of out of it for games for a while. He's... You know, he... Oh
0: yeah. He's not like he's not like really the front man anymore. I mean and he hasn't been for like years.
1: <laughs> yeah, so he's like not really been into it and then you're gonna say that he that's that's why he's getting out, right? He's he's not into it anymore, so
0: he's what gonna let he, he other sh-
1: people finish.
0: What he should have de- what he should have said though at the end is I'm only gonna come back if they make Peter Jackson's King Kong too. <laughs> exactly. That's I mean, his wow. last game was Rayman... Like, looking at his Wikipedia, it's a Rayman Adventure. And that was yeah. 2015. And that yeah. was, I think, a mobile game? Mm-hmm. No, no, Legends was the, was the real one. Uh, uh, Fiesta Run is a mobile game.
1: Well, yeah, and you really haven't had a Rayman game that because of him not being that... He's been trying to do these two projects that haven't gone... Right. Well, really anywhere. So... Yep. Yeah. Uh, I mean, do you... You're the Oculus Quest person, so I don't...
0: Yeah, I put this on there, because uh, I thought it was interesting. They anou- they announced a new Oculus Quest, the Quest 2. It's all white now. Uh, hey,
1: everybody's going all
0: white. Racist. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, it, yeah, it's, I mean, it has better screens, more supposedly better strap, better controllers, etc. More Facebook interaction. It's a lot cheaper than the, the regular Quest, because... It's 64 gigabytes for $300, and the 256-gigabyte one is, like, 400 Yeah. I paid 500 for my 128-gigabyte Quest. <laughs>
1: Damn.
0: Uh, a lot of reviews are positive, except it was funny. Like, GameSpot gave it a good review, and some other sites did also. But the Ars Technica one was, like, pass. <laughs> like, it's like, they're the kind of the ones I would trust more than GameSpot, at least with this thing. No offense to GameSpot, right. but... I was checking go, you know, they all they do is hardware reviews. And they said basically, like, uh, the head strap is garbage. You can buy the, the better version of it for just 50 bucks. Worse battery life. Uh, the controllers are worse. And yeah. it's like.
1: So basically, you're getting what you paid for?
0: Yeah. Like, they, like, <laughs> it, it, it's like it's cheaper, but they made too many concessions on it being cheap. Right. And, it, you know, it's just not as good as the Quest 1. Like, when they announced this thing, I was all ready to sell my Quest One. Honestly, like you know, Facebook Marketplace, like here, buy it now. You know, while it's yeah. still worth something. But based on this, I mean, it'll probably still keep its value because it doesn't sound like the Quest Two is like that much of an improvement. Oh, at least until, at least until they start making Quest Two only games, like Superhot yeah. VR Two or you know, Beat Saber Two or something. It's like, all right, well, now it's time to upgrade. <laughs> but the <laughs> well, guy that's... in the R, are... huh? oh god, sorry. No, I was gonna say the guy in the Ars Technica review said like he played like Beat Saber on the Quest One and Quest Two, and he said it's like worse than the Quest Two because the controllers can't keep up with it. And yeah. I said like, that's that's a problem. Like yeah, that <laughs> is a problem, especially for that game which requires like like pinpoint controls or you know like really like responsive controls.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: well. but we have more VR. Also, have more fun VR news because Assassin's or Ubisoft just said they're gonna. Make VR exclusive Ubisoft or Assassin's Creed and Splinter Cell games. Oh God! And I was like, "Yep, we finally got a new Splinter Cell game, and it's on VR." Well, it's like it's... their Far Cry
1: one. Yeah,
0: yeah, I. Yeah, that the one that's never going to be in any commercial store, commercial VR arcade, because there aren't commercial VR arcades. <laughs> yeah, I think I, oh. I was actually I've only seen one VR arcade. I went to it like because it was also a game store. And they basically mm-hmm. just had, like, HTC Vibes, or, like, the I think the uh, Steam one. They had, like, four or five stalls for that, and that was about it. And he's like, yeah, who's, who's playing this? So, like...
1: <laughs> well, I uh, think that's going to do it for us here. Uh, I, I thought after the Sony thing, there wouldn't be much uh, to talk about in these, uh, you know, the two days that came after.
0: Oh, uh, so also, the 3DS is officially dead. Oh, yeah.
1: I mentioned that uh, before. Oh. Uh, you know, like, I have, a, uh, I stopped getting gains for the, well, I mean, the last one I ever had was, um, uh, Persona Q2. Yeah. Uh, so. That
0: was like the last big one, I think. Yeah, that,
1: that really was, uh, the last, like, hurrah for it, I think. But, I mean, overall, they had a really great, uh, lifespan, uh, to be honest. Um I think uh after everybody kept saying, Oh well this thing's you know, this thing's done, there people aren't going to keep uh, buying, you know, these three and like who knows, if the Switch hadn't had done well, maybe we're still talking about the next well, generation yeah. of of that.
0: When the Switch launched, they're like, Oh, the noise that had a stupid pillar analogy. They're like, Oh, the three deaths is the second pillar. It's like no, it's not, but okay. <laughs> yeah. You guys can think that, but no. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, I I still, I never, I've never honestly even like ha- held or touched a 3DS. So at a certain point, I kind of want to get a cheap one and give it a shot.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, sure. It would be, at least say you did it, right?
0: i get a nice, Nice, nice SD card and go wild. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, but all right, man. We're, that's it for the show this week. And hopefully, uh, if you like what you heard, you'll hit subscribe on uh, anything, wherever it is you listen to it. And, uh, you know, hit it, give us a review on the Apple Podcasts or wherever it is, uh, on Spotify or, or Podcast Addict or whatever. You can go check out that uh, W2Net.com as well. Mark has that Tony Hawk uh, one and two review and uh, I'll have one uh, for Daniel up pretty soon for Wasteland three. And yeah, so until uh, next week, we'll see you all everybody later.
0: Later.